Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Let's talk about this situation. We understand that at the Ambassador Bridge uh, in Windsor, things are opening up, but there's not ready yet to say that uh, it's normal traffic flow. Um, on the way to Niagara in Ontario, the Queen Elizabeth Way, there's a blockage there, people on the highway. So it continues in various parts of the country, Saskatoon. There's also a protest underway, according to Global News. So the security situation today, as semi-trucks remain blocking streets in Ottawa, um, remains an issue. But the police have an integrated police command center now in Ottawa, which may, I suppose, give them more opportunity to work in a, in a, in a, a manner where they're all uh, coordinated in what they're doing. It's actually something that I would have thought they would have done a long time ago, but probably the cops were waiting for some level of government leadership, which has been sadly absent. David Perry is the founder and CEO of Investigative Solutions Network. He's a former Toronto police detective sergeant and homicide investigator. Mr. Perry has been kind enough to give us quite a bit of his time over the last number of weeks. Dave, thank you very much again for coming on the program. And we have Bill Blair saying the federal government's considering engaging the Emergency Measures Act. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I heard that, and I was also interested to hear his words about the police have to do their job. So, you know, I think that's a sense of frustration from the government side. Of course, it's coming from a man who led you know, the largest municipal police service in Canada. So they're not words that are just falling from somebody with lack of experience. Um, it's it's a little bit frightening that that's where we're at, but I certainly don't disagree that we're at the point now where there's no negotiating our way out of what hap- what's happening in Ottawa. I don't think the police are going to be able to convince these protesters to go home. And, uh, you know, it's pretty clear from the Prime Minister on down uh, and listening to the citizens of Canada, they want this thing to end. So there will be some kind of a police action coming up soon. And uh, what that exactly looks like, nobody knows, but we saw the level of force that was required just to take care of things at the Ambassador Bridge, and they have something that's a 100 times in magnitude and size that's happening in Ottawa, so it's going to be very interesting. Do you have any idea of possible timing for any police action, if it's in fact going to go forward? And I imagine if the federal government says they're considering the Emergency Measures Act, they've already made the decision. That would be my guess. Uh, First of all, your thoughts on that, and how quickly would you expect police to move forward with their concentrated and integrated action? Well, I I agree with you. If they're talking about it, it's probably already happening. And, uh, you know, once it happens, I, I think there's going to be a lot of pressure on the police and and this integrated uh, command post to, you know, come up with a, a plan that they think is going to work and execute on the plan and start getting people out of there, getting these trucks and all of these protesters out of there. It's a massive undertaking. I mean, it can't it can't be underspoken, right? The the volume of of work, the potential for extreme violence against the police, you know, up to and including lethal force in resistance by the protesters is real. So we're not going to go in there blindly. We're certainly not going to go in there to lose. You know, if the police have to, you know, enforce the laws and 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 the decision from our government, federal, provincial, municipal, is to get these people out of there, there has to be a very robust plan. There has to be sufficient resources to make sure that as best we can, we protect officer safety, the safety of the citizens, 
And you know what? Here's the thing. Um, police officers don't want to go in and use force on Canadian citizens. You know, if you get somebody that's robbed a bag and they've injured tellers and things like that, the police officer chasing that person uh, by law and by effort, they're going to use whatever force is necessary to get that person under control. But that's one person. This is a totally different story. This is you're going in against your citizens, whether you agree with their right winged views or not. These are still Canadian citizens. So the, the plan is to go in and use as little force as possible to achieve the end game, which is to clear the blockade and get them out of there. But I don't see that as being something that I'm very hopeful in this particular situation. I think there's going to be extreme resistance. I think there's going to be violence. And we've all seen it before. Use of force by our police or our military is never pretty. It's not going to look good. It's not going to feel good. The only thing I can say is that the pendulum seems to have swung in quite a direction compared to where we were just last year, where a lot of people were talking about defunding the police. And today we're talking about adding to the police, uh, enacting emergency powers and having the police do their job. So if there's a skirmish, if there's a use of force by the police, it'll be interesting to see how you know the Canadian public comes down on this and how they view what those actions were. Yeah, there are families that are participating in the uh, in the protest they you know they go to go to see what's going on and then they they get in, involved and engaged so what do you do about it? you got women and children and dads and exactly. people just just walking the streets and just seeing what's happening and maybe taking sides while they're there well i think there's been a lot of um you know sort of requests and negotiations for people to leave and and so on i think what's going to happen next is there's going to be a warning like that, that that happened at the Ambassador Bridge. People are going to be warned that the police are coming, and people are going to be warned that the police are going to arrest you, they're going to charge you, they're going to impound your vehicles, and, and shortly after that warning, you'll see an, uh, an escalation of uh, you know the activity of the police, and at, at some point, they're going to do just like they did uh, at the Ambassador Bridge, but I'm just saying from, from my perspective, they need I don't know, 20, 30 times the, the resources, um, maybe even more, to do that is successfully in Ottawa with you know minimal impact, minimal injuries to the police and to the protesters and so on. It, you, you need an extraordinary force to go in there to take this thing uh, apart and dismantle it. Yeah, how do you prepare for that, Dave? Lots of planning. Um, you know, there, there, will, there is and, and will be minute-by-minute minute changes to the plans. Uh, I suspect, of course, you're going to pick your opportunity, and we've seen that over, over the weeks. That the weekend is the is the peak point where, you know, the protest seems to grow, and you've got a lot of people coming into town, and and supporting. So you're going to pick a time when there's the the, the least amount of people, and and therefore gives you the best odds of you know being able to have some resemblance of control. And and that's the thing I'm I'm really afraid of, and I, and I don't use that word loosely. I'm afraid of the ability of the police to, to maintain control once they start their action. And that, that's not a negative about the police. It's just the fact that they've never had to face this kind of thing in Canada before, something of this size. And if it turns violent, it's going to be, it's going to be really interesting. And, and, and I'm worried for the safety of, of the police officers involved. And I'm worried about the safety of the public. And you know what? I'm, I'm worried uh, that some of these, uh, protesters might be motivated to to use extreme force, and and if that's the case, it's it's going to be a very dangerous uh, situation. 
Are we going to lose police officers in significant numbers? That's two words, in significant numbers, over the current situation. I spoke yesterday with uh, Tom Stamatakis, the president of the Canadian Police Association, and the feeling I had from Tom, and uh, it's just my feeling, and other police officers, former police officers I've spoken with, is that they're, they're, not, they're not happy with the way they're perceived, or they just feel that when I get to my retirement age, I'm gone. Do you think that we, we're going to lose police officers over what's been going on and what may happen? Yeah, possibly. You know, the profession has changed. Uh, I'm giving away my age a little bit here, but I've been around policing uh, since just out of high school, so some 45 years, and I know uh, I know the business inside and out, and I'm still engaged these days even in my private work. But I can tell you that, you know, the, the morale in policing is, has shifted significantly over the years, and, and a lot of it has to do just with the, you know, constant complaining about police and the, the constant erosion of, you know, their powers to do their, actually do their jobs and, and so on. And here we are today um, with, you know, a, a police service across the country that probably doesn't have uh, the morale that it should. And they're being asked and, and demanded to do something that's extreme, you know, put their safety in, in jeopardy and, uh, and uh, of course, face all the criticism, good or bad, that's going to come afterwards. So it's a, it's a very tough job. It's a very tough time to be a police officer. All of my colleagues use those words all the time. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.